fish oil really protective for the heart? So every day on my videos, I get these long questions about fish oil. And there probably isn't a supplement or food item um, that's been studied as much as fish oil. If you look at the data going back all the way to the 1980s and 90s, when we noticed that Japanese somehow did better, that's when we started studying fish oil. And we're like, you know, what is it? Is it the salmon? Is it the tuna? Is it because they eat sushi? Although they ate more fish than us, we did find also that they had more gastric cancer. For whatever reason, their incidence of gastric cancer, stomach cancer is higher than ours. We've been trying to figure out why. So the the detail, the, the studies, you know, went back and forth. You would have a study on fish oil, EPA and DHA, and then another one on just DHA, and then another one on just EPA. And I go into great detail in my new cholesterol book about this. If you want to know when to grab it, it should be available soon. If you go to drallo.net slash cholesterol, the link will be in the description. Um, you'll see the link there to sign up, register to find out when you'll, when the book is coming out, how you can get it. And I'll even send you a free copy of a sample uh, of the book, some sample pages. Um, but either way, um, the, the, the studies on the fish oil have gone back and forth. You have the JELIS trials, G-E-L-I-S, or J-E-L-I-S. You have the, oh, I don't even know, um, so many different trials that have been done over the years on fish oil. Um, eventually, the trials had significant enough data where you could um, argue for fish oil. And that's when they came up with Omacor and Lovaza. These were prescription fish oils. And this was probably 2000, maybe 2003, somewhere in that range. We started prescribing this stuff. As physicians, as cardiologists, we started prescribing this prescription fish oil. The, the, nice, the reason we have to make it a prescription is because it has to be purified. A lot of these supplements that you go and buy over the counter don't contain what they say this contain. And a recent one that I just did a video on um, was actually on fish oil. They did a huge study on the majority, 95% of the commercially available fish oils. First of all, don't contain any fish oil. Second of all, don't contain fish oil to the degree or concentration that it says it does. So it may say it contains two grams of this when it's literally not even 100, gram, 100 milligrams, which is, you know, 10,000 times less or whatever, a thousand times less. Um, so that's the problem. You have something that contains 10 milligrams of something or 100 milligrams as opposed to two or three grams. Um, and then you, you the studies on supplements have also showed a lot of contamination where you think you're getting cod liver oil or be this or, you know, celery juice extract, whatever, but you're getting literally pills of nothing. A friend of mine, and I tell the story all the time, a friend of mine was in the supplement industry and he would buy these supplements that were bottled up from China. And these supplements were just sugar sugar supplements, but he would label them, um, you know, whatever the uh, coolest thing at the time is. Back then it was ginkgo biloa or ginkgo balboa, something like that. Um, they, he would label some of the bottles as that. He had 5,000, he ordered 5,000 pills and he'd try and sell them on Amazon. Um, when those didn't sell, he renamed it, whatever. Then he did this. Then eventually like renamed it testosterone booster, put in a couple testimonials, what have you, relabeled the bottles and it sold like crazy. People thought they were buying this testosterone booster. Not only that, the placebo effect is, the placebo effect is so effective that people would go on and leave reviews and say, well, my, my, I feel great. You know, my libido went up, my testosterone level went up, you know, what have you. 
because the placebo effect works even if you know you are getting the placebo. I believe that's called the meta placebo effect. You are, you know, you are getting the placebo, and you are reporting back improved symptoms, function, what have you. So that is a well-known, um, you know, kind of like a side effect almost. Um, but either way, the studies went back and forth. And we noticed once we started giving people Lovaza, is that a lot of people would actually have really elevated LDLs. Their LDL would actually go up. So it was figured then, um, and then and then also a lot more people had atrial fibrillation. Atrial fibrillation is the most common uh, irregular heart rhythm. More people than we expected, or more people in the uh, fish oil arm, ended up with higher LDLs. So this is, you know, like, what are we doing here and why? Um, so the question became, like, why is this happening? So the studies have gone back and forth. We decided to split DHA from EPA and see if that made a difference. And it turns out that it kind of did. The EPA, or icosapentoyl acid, um, actually, in one study, for example, showed a 22% reduction in cardiovascular events, 26% reduction in, you know, whatever else. I don't remember if it was all-cause mortality or something. But whatever it was, it showed a reduction. And people were like, oh my God, this is great. There's a actual reduction. If we use EPA only, forget the DHA. Maybe DHA is good for brain function, but it's definitely not that good or helpful for heart function. It seems that all the bad side effects or all the bad effects happen from the... DHA portion. So let's just stick with EPA. And then we did more studies and it turned out that the placebo that they were using in that trial with the EPA may have been an inflammatory mineral oil. Whereas if you would have used the corn oil, it was not, or it was cardioprotective or what have you. And they've gone back and forth on this quite a bit. Um, and it seems like nobody um, will ever do the correct study or do you know do it correctly? Also had more atrial fibrillation, you know, in that trials as well. So at the end of the day, I think that fish oil is definitely not necessary. The other thing that we do know is that if you actually eat fish, you actually do live longer. Um, this is one thing that we found that's very interesting about supplements that when they used to give people vitamin E, all-cause mortality went up. We took a bunch of people, gave them this antioxidant called vitamin E, and we noticed all-cause mortality went up. This was from the Annals of Internal Medicine Journal. This was really old. This was like from the 2000s, you know, early 2000s. Um, all-cause mortality went up when you gave people vitamin E as a pill, you know, international units, 400 of them. However, when people ate the fruits and vegetables that contained more vitamin E, all-cause mortality, cardiovascular mortality, event rates, all of that actually went down. So this may be another one of those kind of cases where if you eat the tuna and the fish and the mackerel and the sardines, you know, the fish should have these high um, antioxidant fatty, you know, oils in them, that that is cardioprotective. However, if you try to take it in a pill format or supplement it, that's when it's not. And that may be the case. Um, Dr. Nissen from the Cleveland Clinic Great researcher, huge cardiovascular disease uh, expert. His his final thoughts on um, fish oil were that fish oil has been a failure for the cardiovascular uh, disease or industry. You know, maybe that's what he called it. He's been a failure for cardiology. Um, not only does it raise your LDL cholesterol, but also causes atrial fibrillation, or at least highly correlates with it. Um, my final thoughts on fish oil are look. I would rather you eat fish. Um, all of the data and evidence points to eating fish is cardioprotective. Now, whether that may be because 
people who eat fish generally do other healthy things. They're more likely to run. They're more likely to exercise. All of that doesn't really matter because studies can control for confounders. We can control for your BMI, your cardiovascular fitness levels, your age, sex, other disease states you may have. So let's say among smokers, those who ate fish and didn't, and among diabetics, those who ate fish and didn't, we know um, the outcomes data. So my conclusion would be that if you want to get fish oil, eat fish. Um, supplements, not a huge fan of supplements. Um, if you're worried about your brain health, you could probably check DHA uh, levels, uh, circulating levels. I know there's testing for that, but I personally don't take any supplements for fish oil. I eat salmon once or twice a week, you know, some shrimp here and there. Um, sometimes tuna, occasionally sardines, you know, not that often. Anchovies would also be good. They're a fatty kind of fish. Um, but that would be my recommendation. Um, try to eat mainly fish and that would probably be healthier for you. And also it probably is a good habit to start. I always talk about this in my weight loss book. If you start developing good habits and have discipline, you're going to do better off than trying to rely on motivation alone. Motivation is fleeting. You're not going to, you know, be motivated forever. You know, you're going to lose motivation and interest someday. Uh, but either way, those are my thoughts. If you like this podcast, please share it. I'm never going to sell any ads on here, but definitely please share it, write some reviews and tell all your friends about it. Thank you all. We'll see you later. Mm-hmm.